You want to sing our song? Oh, yeah. All right, give it to us. Bam, 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 blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah. Welcome to Love in Brief, a very brief ABDL podcast focused on issues of love. Yep. Love for yourself. Sure. Love for others. I love that. Love for your community. Yep. Pupper love. Okay. Yep. And a very, very special kind of love tonight. What kind of love, R&T? It's the love of being in rare form. Oh, that's my favorite term for I it. Know. That's That's a bit of a euphemism, but... Do you want to tell us what it means? No. R.Y. is drunky pants. I have had the kiss of Sister Whiskey, my love. He has been... Forcibly made out with by Sister Whiskey. No, I have had the I have had the delightful wee peck of Sister Whiskey. She threw her vows to the wind and took you by the mouth. She placed she she barely placed no, her delicate sweetheart. lips upon mine. Sweet, no, I love you, but Daddy's had some special juice and babies in charge. <laughs> so this, so what are you gonna do with your in charge podcast? This, this is what I want to know. This is going to be a very special question roundup. Okay. Where. R&T asks RY questions, and uh, he answers them. And uh, like any good game show, which is what's going on is in my head. Is that what we're doing? It is in my head. Okay. Um, if you do very poorly, I'll go, ah. And if you do very well, I'll say, okay, okay. good. Next question. Yeah, pressure's So we're going to cover okay. a few questions here right. um, from Wait, our listeners. Can I can I give just a little bit of context? Um once yeah, a season, we yeah. do a question roundup. I just didn't want—I didn't want folks who maybe are turning in, <laughs> tuning into Love and Brief for the first time. Oh God! To, please, if this is your first time, turn this one off and find yeah, a different one. Yeah, go back one. and find another. This one. is for people who've heard us so long that they already know this is how fair. we are. But once a quarter, we try and address three or four questions in a row because we get behind on questions and we can't have guest expert for every question. So Truth. that's what this is. This is the winter version of 2021. Yes. Okay. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Okay. First question. Yeah. I now live with my partner, who is not into diapers, but likes being little, which is great. My only problem is that the diaper side of things is the part that I've always in love that oh, I've always loved. Yeah. Including using diapers yeah. and changing them. Yeah. She's not into this and I don't want to push it. Is there anything you can suggest? Oh, friend, I feel ya. Can I just say I feel ya? Yes. So can I suggest anything? Yes. So believe it or not, when R&T and I met, we did not have the same sort of kink alignment. Um, and even today, I would say we don't have the same kink alignment, but we've sort of, we, we found our Venn diagram. Is that fair? Yes. I yeah. think we're kink adjacent. We're kink adjacent. In many ways. We're like catty corner kinky. Yeah. And um, one of the things that R&T loved was sort of this daddy-dom little girl vibe with a lot of, like, hints of BDSM and some spanking and rules. And the thing that I loved was a fetish for diapers. Like, in the end, it was like dips, 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 dips. That's all I wanted. Dips, 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 dips. More dips. <laughs> and so I was like, hey – how about dips? And she was like, what about dynamic? And I was like, cool. Are there dips? And she's like, what about spanking? And I was like, I don't know. Can I spank you with dips? And she was like, what if you were my daddy? And I was like, daddy with dips. And everything for me had this one bent and everything for her had this dynamic. And we had to meet somewhere in the middle. Now that sounds like a cautionary tale. But it isn't. No, I would say it is not a cautionary tale. It is a tale of me expanding my world of kink. And I could not be more grateful 
Because when I met RNT, my world of kink was relatively small. If it didn't have plastic and cotton and soaked up pee, I didn't care much about it. <laughs> but now I have access to things like power dynamics mm -hmm. and things like what happens when you do punishments and things like how do rules work. All this to say, you may have thought of all of this, but your partner, and I know you know this question asker, but your partner is not a function of your desire. Your partner is a whole human being who has things that they love and things they've never thought about and things that don't turn them on. And they have a whole life story leading up to the moment that they met you. And likewise, you are a whole human being. And it may be that the things your partner wants may expand your horizons. And the things that you want may expand your partner's horizons. I know it's really hard, but show up for your partner like somebody who wants to learn something and potentially push your partner to be somebody who wants to learn something. Not because you need your dips need met, but because you believe your partner could experience more joy and more satisfaction and ultimately more pleasure by discovering something new. So push it? No. You don't need to push it on her. But maybe there is something that she loves that you can also fall in love with. And maybe there is something that you love that she can find comfort, respite, horniness in. And somewhere in the middle, I guess my encouragement would be, instead of pushing, suggest, play, explore, try, experiment, and be open to the fact that maybe your sexuality has even more room to grow. And maybe hers does too. I really like that answer. Is that fair? That's fair. Okay. I'd like to add um, one practical bit of advice, which is if she's into being little um, and she's not into diapers, that doesn't mean that uh, it's a hard stop unless she has made it a hard limit. Um, For you sure. are welcome to suggest situations in which she is being little and you can threaten diapers. You can, f with her consent, force pull-ups. Like, oh, honey, like even if she's playing a bigger little, a middle or cool, cool. a little that's yeah. night and day. You know, um, oh, we have to put diapers on you because we're going on a long car ride. Of course, all of this is with her consent, but you can try and find a way to make it work so that she's still just being her little and she can quote unquote hate them yeah. in the moment but love them because you're her caregiver and you put her in them yeah. and that's what you decided um again consent all consent and i think two truths which are difficult to reconcile one is that you may be like me and you're sort of factory installed with this one thing that absolutely does it for you and you spent your whole life thinking how can i get that one thing that is one truth and it is no less true than the other and the other truth is that that other person is a whole human being and you it's possible that your best relationship comes from recognizing and embracing that whole human, not the thing that you set out to get. Because nobody is a culmination of your desire. Every person is every experience that led them up to that moment. So if you can find them right where they are and ask where potentially 
Does my desire overlap with the person that you already are and the things that you already want to explore? I think that's a much better place to start. Mm-hmm. I do too. Fair? Fair. Okay. And um, I'm sorry, I forgot to say who this was by, and it's because I tried a million times beforehand to say it, and I think I worked out that it's Mass, M-A-S, A-B-C, Life. We tried Maskable Life, and uh, it didn't come Mass out. Beak life. Mass of Beak Life. Mass of Beak Life. But we're going to go with Mass, Mass of Beak Life. Mass Feel free to correct us. Kofefe. Um, Kofefe by saying it phonetically, sending us a message and phonetically being like, you idiots, it's clearly <laughs> it's this. It's so obvious. It's M as ABC life. Okay, let's you know, go with that. It's whatever yeah, you want it to be. Okay. Either way, by the way, this was somebody, they are question 10 on our list of questions, which means we they just, sent it like two and a half, yes, three and years so ago. Sorry. When we're I'm doing so this, sorry. When we're doing this, we're just randomly we grab them as fast as we can three questions because we have so many and we just have a i'm question. so sorry yes so this is just a question roundup if you got chosen it's not because we thought drunk ry would be the best person to answer this for no. you it's because we just knew that we had to get a couple questions answered and we really <laughs> wanted way, to play this game together and massa big life thanks for submitting a question three yes, years ago and, and i'm so, so glad sorry to have, and i'm sorry and All please right. update us on how it's going with yeah, you and your i'd like little. to know what's the next one all right it's by anonymous Yep. Okay. So, I have a question. I'm ready. That's it. That's all I say. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. 42. It says, I live... 42, yeah. I live in a big city. About five years ago, I met up with a local ABDL, and she and I didn't hit it off, and we stopped hanging out. Oh. As of recently, I have a better job and can shop at the good grocery store. I know what that I love feels the like. Good yep, grocery the good store. grocery store. I remember that. Yep. 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 Imagine my surprise when over and over again I keep seeing that same ABDL at the grocery store. I'm not stalking or creeping, and I don't know if she recognizes me. But sometimes when I see her across the store, I'll check out her butt because dips. Am I a creep? Oh, so good. You know what? Here's sign number one that you were not a creep is the question, am I a creep? Because I've never known a creep who who looks at somebody 60 feet away across the grocery store and thinks, am I a creep? With that said, I'm going to go out on a limb here and R&T, tell me I'm wrong. I think you have a better spot here than I do to make that judgment. Okay. I have never been the victim of a creep, so I have no right. With my limited vantage point, I will say, if that person is 60 feet away, 30 feet away, and you've looked at their butt very briefly the way that I might look at Danny Tanner on Full House, (laughs) and then you looked away. That's just such a weird reference. Wait, you don't like Full House? (laughs) Okay. The point is, you observed yeah. a thing. Yes. You observed a phenomenon. Danny Tanner and his stare. pleated khakis and his tucked-in yeah. polo shirts. That's right. You didn't leer like a weirdo. You looked, and then you looked away. And that person did not observe your looking, and then you looked away. Right. That doesn't make you a creep. I agree. This may be an unpopular opinion, but I, I don't think that makes you a creep. As someone who's been the subject of many a creep, I agree. Okay. I think the thing that makes you a creep is uh, deciding that because you think that she is wearing dips whenever you see her at the store, 
you change up your store schedule to align with her store schedule. Sure. Uh, that's a creepy That's creepy. Move. Following her from one aisle to another to ensure, because you're not sure if she's wearing a different aisle, that's creepy. Also creepy. I think you just take a look and you look away. The same way any of us would at any person. R.Y. has confessed to me a million times that he has seen someone with a fluffy butt and been like, is that a diaper or is it just oh, yeah. a very fluffy butt? It's probably five times a week, but it, it's instantaneous. Yeah. And then I look away and because my job is not to ascertain their sexual relevance to me. Exactly. And as a young mom who's at the grocery store, I check out women and men all the time. Right. I might be a creep, but I am not a dangerous creep. <laughs> I am just looking and being done with it. And I think that that's very human and it's very normal. Right. And I think you're not in danger of anything. Just don't pursue anything else. You both look, right. it sounds like you both chose that you didn't want a relationship of any kind. So just don't be weird. Right. If, if that person or you decided that you need to go your separate ways, there's no reason to engage. Right. Except your eyes very briefly. To see if she's wearing a diaper and then take it <laughs> home to your spank bank and don't tell her about it. Like, just just do it and it's fine. Just don't. Just move on with your life. But I if spank be- banked people at the grocery store. Like, All it's right. not that big a deal. Yeah, fair. But if it, if it becomes part of their consciousness, you've now sort of, you've potentially yeah. leered. Don't invade her reality. Right, right. And if but she no, does that doesn't make you, you a creep. just be a normal and go, hey, how you doing? Right. Okay, bye. You here's the thing. I mean, I realize it's not helpful. You know if you're being creepy. If you're staring at somebody and they turn to look at you and they're like, my eyes are up here. Yeah, you're a creep. I would say this person would know if they're being creepy because they're already being inquisitive. They're right. already asking, am I creepy? Right. Some people don't know they are. But if they you see somebody fine. every once in a while while you're already shopping and you're like, I wonder, that doesn't inherently make you a creep. Just don't be creepy about it. Yes. Okay. Agreed. All right. What's next? Um, okay. I want to ask this one. Is there a reason that you highlighted it another color? I don't, I don't know what it is. Go for it. Okay. Our why. Yeah. Anonymous wants to know. Yeah. Inquiring minds want to know. Have you ever had any of your friends kink shame you without them knowing? Oh, yeah. I've had a friends. I've had friends say that pee play is gross, and I've just had to nod and play along since I don't want to tell them. Hmm. Anonymous, I'm going to do you one better. So yes, emphatically, but do not tell. not only have I had friends say that pee play is gross, I've had friends who I was extremely close with. I'm talking about best friends, like. Blood brothers sit in front of me and say, hey, I saw that Jerry Springer where that guy in the diaper came out. Hey, I saw that CSI where there was that guy in the diaper. Those people who wear diapers, those adult babies. Oh, they're so gross. Oh, they're pedophiles. Oh, they're disgusting. Oh, they need to be committed. This is absolutely true. I literally witness. I'm talking about sitting three feet in front of me over a nice dinner telling me that anybody who has a diaper fetish is a pedophile. Mm-hmm. So yes, anonymous, I have. Here's what I'll tell you, and I hope it's sort of calming for you. In our culture, and in the, our rhetoric, there is no way currently to divorce healthy fetish from perverse dangerous fetish. We, d- we don't have room 
in our very narrow culture for healthy fetish. And if you look at sort of the hallways that we've assigned to sexuality, there isn't a hallway broad enough to incorporate fetish. With that said, if you, if you talk about something like diapers or age play, that hallway becomes unnavigably narrow. There is no way to make it down that hallway without scraping the sides. Because the concept of age play steers too close to concepts like pedophilia or ephebophilia that are rightfully frightening. So when your friends show up and they point fingers and laugh at folks who wear diapers and adults who have a diaper fetish or an ABDL fetish, I would encourage you to have compassion. They are part of a cultural dialogue that is so much bigger than you and so much bigger than them, which does not yet have a place. It is not uh, robust enough nor complex enough to have a place where fetish belongs, where it's possible to recognize a sexual being who imbues some sort of sexual attraction onto a set of items that doesn't all of a sudden veer off into perverse territory. Unfortunately, that's the reality of, uh, of our culture. We, we don't have a place where fetish belongs, and we certainly don't have a place where we can distinguish between something like ABDL and pedophilia or epiphilia, which is uh, horribly disappointing, but it is reality. It's not that your friends are bad people. You and I know they have nothing in common. You and I know that pedophilia and ephibophilia are uh, morally uh, reprehensible territories. But I don't expect our culture at large to understand that. So when your friends go there, just remember that they're participating in a cultural dialogue, which is narrow about such issues. Right. And they don't mean it about you. And I'll tell you, here's my example. The very friend who um, one night went off the rails about that story about the Jerry Springer episode, ABDL, blah, 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 blah. Six years later, when I said, hey, look, I have an ABDL kink, he goes, I love you. This makes sense to me. This is true. I love you no matter what. You're my friend forever. So they're not talking about you. They're talking about their understanding of a kink they can't wrap their brains around because their culture hasn't given them uh, uh, any kind of vocabulary. They don't have a frame of reference. They don't have a frame of reference. They can't do it. Just a little disclaimer. We are not talking about the same friend who came on our friend episode. This is a no, very different, a different person. Friend. Yes. Yep. Uh, just in case you were like, that person? Reacted that way? So you and I may know that this is a wildly different story than things which are morally reprehensible, but they don't have that vocabulary yet. So don't hold them to it as people who are judgmental and shitty. Right. Recognize that they're participating in cultural dialogue, which doesn't yet have the boundaries that you have. Right. I think um, it's like having a great fear of sharks, knowing sharks are scary knowing only about sharks in the ocean. And then when someone tries to describe another sea creature to you, you're like, it's scary, right? Because it's It's going to eat you. Right. That's what things in the ocean do. Right. It's not the same, but they don't know, and they probably still like you. Right. All right. I've got one more for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. I like the way this one starts. Okay. Anonymous is, um, is kind of 
Valley Girl, and I'm going to go with it. Okay. Not really. I don't think it's Valley Girl, but I'm going to read it that way because I'm feeling it. I'm game. Hi. Love the blog and everything. Oh, thanks. That was it. (laughs) It was just that part. Oh, that was Valley Girl. I'm just wondering, would you have any tips for wearing diapers with roommates around? Oh, shit. This is brand new. Okay. And also, any tips for finally going out in public, like slowly working your way out of the house? Ooh. I get pretty nervous, but this is something I want to try. Oh. Okay, so I've done this a lot more than you, but you've been the one who's nervous about it, so you're great for answering this. Yeah, this is interesting. So R&T has had very little nerves about this. She's just sort of gone with it. Because I've been doing it for 12 years. Yes, but not because she she doesn't care about exposing herself to the public. It's because she's done this for a long time and has gotten used to it. Um, Okay, I'm going to give the trite answer, and then I'll give the longer answer. Fair? Okay, the trite answer Sorry, is... There. Sorry, I have my mic off. Oh, yeah. There. The, the trite answer is uh, nobody's going to notice. It doesn't matter. Um, but I understand... Oh, is there a tagline you like to add Yeah, in nobody's listening to the sound of your pants. That's right. TM, register trademark. Also, uh, I'll send you a bumper sticker. Nobody's <laughs> listening to the sound of your pants. But here's the bigger version of that. Assuming you cover your butt, assuming you're not in a library where the only sounds are the movements of the clothing of the people who are in there. Nobody cares. And if you happen to be a person with a lifelong diaper fetish like me, and you're fascinated with every sound and touch and crinkle, assuming you're not that person, it's just not a thing. So if if you're somebody who really wants to go out with roommates around... Pick a diaper, which is not that crinkly. So there are... Like a cloth back. Cloth back is great. I think North Shore Supremes are like one of those that it's like just a go-to. Or just a cloth diaper. Pull-ups, cloth diaper. Um, go to something at first that you're absolutely sure of. And then you can even move up to like M4s or whatever. Things that aren't that crinkly. Now, there are some... ABDL diapers that seem to be engineered for crinkles, Um, but most of them aren't that crinkly. And then just live your life (laughs) because most people don't care. Mm -hmm. Loose-fitting clothing. Right. If you go out in public, wear loose-fitting clothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you happen to be a person who likes to wear dresses or skirts, those can be very helpful. If you wear pants, you can even do jeans. Just don't do really tight jeans. If you're a gentleman... No one will notice uh, when RY wears. It is impossible to see. That's true. If you are, if you identify as female and you're comfortable wearing skirts or dresses, do so because our pants will show it. Or a male wearing skirts or dresses. Yes, I'm sorry. If you identify <laughs> as someone who likes to wear it skirts or dresses, matter. if you like to wear skirts or dresses, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. the The point is, it takes a ton to. Uh, show off to the world mm-hmm. that you're diapered. With that said, and I don't think it could be more appropriate than right now, I have seen a half dozen uh, Instagram blogs in the last three months who think it's okay to wear triple diapers and uh, form-fitting pants out in public and show their diapers off, or no pants out in public and show their diapers off. Guess what, friends? It's not. Yeah. Let me be clear. That's not okay. Nope. When I say nobody's listening to the sound of your pants, that means you're wearing a diaper discreetly under your clothes. Nobody cares. If you are going out with the plan 
to record yourself or show yourself off wearing a diaper because you want people to notice, dude, that's your kink. They did not consent to your kink. And therefore, you are practicing non-consensual kink play. Exactly. Do you see how that's a problem? So question asker, we are not speaking to you at this point. No, this is not for you. I'm sorry, nervous, question asker. That was not for you. But this is something we do have to say when we talk about this because people get a little excited and think we are condoning something we I'm are not. I'm stunned. At the, I, I have seen four or five accounts on Instagram, Tumblr, etc., who think that their primary role in life is to expose others to their diaper fetish. Mm -hmm. It is not. Now, look, if you're a person who has to wear diapers for medical reasons, you do your best, you try and be discreet, great. I'm not judging you. The point is the folks who go out and say, I cannot wait to show off Mm -hmm. my diaper to people in a public park, public uh, market, so that they'll recognize me and see me and, oh, my God, I love the intrigue. That is non-consensual play. And non-consensual play is not okay. That's absolutely right. That is not what you asked about, question asker. I'm not blaming you. Question asker, I will say, as someone who has been in diapers for a very long time and who has inadvertently, accidentally, and with all precautions taken, shown my diaper, Mm -hmm. that is not non-consensual play. No, that was an accident. That is an accident. Right. That's like if you walk in on your parents having sex. Mm -hmm. They didn't want that. They meant to lock the door. They didn't lock the door. That's a great example. There's a big difference between walking in on your parents and having your parents have sex in the middle of your living room, inviting all the neighborhood kids over. That's absolutely right. And if you can't see the difference, then stop doing any of it. Yep. That's absolutely right. One practical tip, uh, question asker, is if you have a quiet house and you have roommates, I kid you not, this works amazingly for me. Walk around with any grocery store plastic That's bag in true. your hand with just one or two things in it. Like you're trying to pick some stuff up and then or like you have a snack and you're taking it to the <laughs> like couch with you. That has been my lifesaver nice. more than once. Nice. Like if I have to answer the door and I'm in a crinkly diaper and I wasn't expecting anyone, I grab a Kroger bag and I walk over and I'm like, hi there. And I just have the bag in my hand like I was doing something. Right. It's a good tip. I feel like I have to say this, but if you're a person who who or sorry, it's a good it's a good thing to do. Not it's not. I'm not. No, it's a good tip. Bragging on my tip. No, it's a good tip. It's good. If you're a person who needs diapers, just ignore all of that. Your job is to live your best life. But if you're a person with a fetish like me, who does not need diapers like me, and you want to go and show them off to other people in order to get your jollies, you're Mm -hmm. in the wrong. That's right. I'm not telling you you're a bad person. I'm not kicking you out of my world. I'm telling you you're wrong because Mm -hmm. that person did not consent to your sexual play. And there is no world in which somebody who did not consent to your sexual play should be involved in your sexual play, period, end of sentence. I 100% agree. So do your best. Love your kink. Love your fetish. But do not involve it in the world of people who did not consent to your sexual play. With that said, you can do very simple things like wearing jeans and wearing dresses and skirts and undies and whatever it takes. And you can still go out in the world in a diaper. It doesn't interrupt your life or theirs. And it becomes less scary as you do it, Anonymous. Um, The more successful, non eventful uneventful times the more times you go out 
where no one notices, no one cared, you still did everything you wanted to do, the easier it becomes to go yeah. ahead and do it. What's wild is, I mean, how long has it been? Years. And I was. Do you even think about it anymore? I don't. I was uh, 19, right. 18. Right. 19. So it's been a decade. Yeah. And, and you don't think about it now. No. So you don't have to worry about, like, R&T has been out in the world for 10 plus years. It's mm-hmm. not a thing. Nope. Just don't go out of your way to show your dip to people. That's right. I think it's pretty obvious. I think that's, that is like the golden rule of this. Yeah. And I think that's very well answered. And hopefully that helps you keep that Kroger bag in your back pocket. <laughs> I'm telling you, just in case, if, if somebody says, what's that funny sound? You can say, oh, I have a Kroger, a Kroger bag, bag in the back pocket. Yeah, but don't feel like you have to do that every day. I'm just saying if that's but a weird situation. go ahead and do it. If sure. you, like, put, like, if you're little, put it. a pack of Mentos in it. It doesn't matter. Like, just, there's a, it's a reason to have them. Have I passed your test, R&T? Have <sighs> I passed your drunk ROI test? You did real well. God damn, I'm so good. And I was hoping. You should see me when I'm sober. This is what he does for a living. He just gives and gives and gives <laughs> advice. Friends, this is Love and Brief. We have. Well, what? A super exciting you episode to close next the episode. week. Now I'm closing Shut this shit. Shut it down, drunky pants. Are you going to tell them about next week? Yeah. You, okay, tell them about next week. What so, is it? Next week, we are going to be giving you a wonderful episode on depression oh, yeah. that our friend joined us for, for um, yep. Diapers and Brews, and we are so excited to share it with you. Yep. Um, this week, hopefully, our silliness gets you through, and I hope that you're enjoying today as much as we are. Um, no matter what side of the political spectrum you are on. It was a big day. It was a big day for us. We yeah. went from 45 to 46, and no matter who you are, that's a, that's, it's that's a, big, a big day. day. And uh, so we're really enjoying ourselves today, and we hope that you are too. And uh, we'll see you next week. I am R&T. I am R-Y. And uh, I'm going to put this boy to bed. This is Love in Brief. You to close this out? Bam, 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 blah, blah, blah. Now you should do it like a country singer. Blah, 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 blur. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs>